Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. Hello, my beautiful people. What's up? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so exciting to, or so excited, sorry. <laughs> Can't talk, it's not a good sign. So excited to be talking to you guys today. I cannot believe that we are on the cusp of December. It will be December 1st tomorrow. That is so wild, which also means the start of Vlogmas. So if any of you want a bit of a, a behind the scenes, sorry, look into my life and you want a bit of festive fun and a little bit of silliness, this is where my my YouTube channel typically takes a bit of a backseat from its regular fashion content and I film 24 days of my life leading up to Christmas. Now, of course, there's going to be fashion content injected into it just because that is who I am, but this is definitely a more relaxed format than what I typically have on my YouTube channel. So if you guys want to check it out, that will all be starting tomorrow, December 1st uh, on my YouTube channel. So you can just Google my name there. If you haven't found me there already, I'd be honored to have you participate and hang out with me. Uh, now today, I wanted to talk about something that I feel like we've all probably talked to our girlfriends about at some point in our lives, or we've sort of wondered at some point in our lives, or at least this was something that my girlfriend and I had talked about recently. And that is how to find your tribe, like your people, your woman that you love to death, the women that you just love being surrounded by, and you feel so blessed to have in your life. And maybe you're already at that point already. And if you are, that is absolutely wonderful. I currently feel like I have the most beautiful, dynamic, wonderful women in my life. I feel so completely blessed. And I wanted to talk about this because there was a very long period in my life where I did not feel like that was the case. And it was something that used to really plague my mind. And I kept thinking like, my God, when do I get to have like the really close girlfriends, the women that would do anything for one another, the women that challenge you and make you laugh and support you and uh, just, you know, light a fire in your soul. It just makes you feel so lucky to have them in your life, you know? And so I was really frustrated that I would watch, you know, movies or I'd hear other people talking about the women in their life. And I would think like, my gosh, like, why don't I have that yet? And it used to really frustrate me big time. And it got to the point where I was kind of down about it, to be honest, because it was, you know, I was in my mid twenties. I still didn't quite have that yet. And, you know, I had some close women in my life, but even like creeping up to my late thirties, like I had some close friends, don't get me wrong, but I really still felt like I had, you know, the odd toxic individuals still in my life or just, it wasn't quite the right fit for me. And, you know, that's why I kind of wanted to share my thoughts on how you find your tribe, because I, I truly do feel like I'm in a place where I'm just so blessed with the women in my, in my life. And some of them have come to me through, you know, growing up, like I've known some of my friends since childhood and high school. Some have come into my life a little bit later. Some have come into my life as a client, which is really cool too. And uh, yeah, I just love that there's all these beautiful women uh, surrounding me. I just love their souls. So if you are someone that feels like you haven't quite found your tribe, uh, my, my heart reaches out to you. And I say like, truly you, you know, you can curate your tribe. And it's something I really do feel is important for women because I really feel like 
your vibe attracts your tribe. That's one of the first things, but I feel like it just makes such a difference in your life to have, you know, a really lovely supportive group of women around you and to feel like you're loved and also share that outpouring of love to others. So I wanted to provide five tips that I think have helped me over the years curate these beautiful women in my life and things that helped me, uh, you know, finally feel like I have my tribe, so to speak. And uh, I wanted to just share it from you or to you, sorry, share it to you. (laughs) Can't talk today. What's wrong with me? Uh, from the bottom of my heart in hopes that it would help some of you as well. If you feel like you're currently struggling with that. Now, the first tip in finding your tribe that I believe is important is recognizing that you deserve it. Now, this is something that might seem silly, but hear me out. I really feel like when we are in a stage of feeling lost or, you know, maybe when our confidence isn't so high, at times we can all go into a state of self-sabotage and that's a very real thing. And when we're in this low vibrational place, I do feel like, you know, we do attract other sort of low vibe individuals into our world because that's the energy that we're resonating at. And as a result, it becomes this sort of self-sabotaging thing. And then we attract these people into our life that are also maybe feeling in a slump. And that doesn't mean they're a bad person or anything like that, but it's just not necessarily what you want in your life. And, you know, part of us getting you know, quality people in our life is recognizing that we also deserve that. And recognizing that makes it come from a more empowered place and recognizing that this is something that you deserve in your life. You deserve to have good people in your life. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to be supported. You deserve to have an empowering group around you that helps lift you up and that you would also do the same thing for them. And again, this is challenging to come from when you're, you know, feeling a bit down or when you're feeling a little bit hard on yourself. But I I do say it's, it's so important to get in the energy of recognizing your worthiness and that you do deserve the best things in life. You do deserve all the possibilities and positivity and love and support in your life. And that doesn't go for just your family, but of course that goes to the people that, you know, enter your life and that you interact with on a regular basis. You know, there's really power in who you surround yourself with uh, and power and proximity. And you want to be very wary of what you are bringing into your world, so to speak. So a lot of that recognize, or sorry, comes to the fact that you need to recognize that you also deserve to have good people surrounding you. And this is something that when I think back, or sorry, when I think back to, you know, my early twenties, it wasn't that anyone surrounding me was bad because they certainly weren't, but they weren't necessarily the right people. And when I get reflective about truly about where I was in my early twenties, you know, I was definitely feeling a little bit lost and, you know, there, my self-confidence isn't where it was now. And, you know, I probably was inviting a lot of that in based on my energy at the time, because I probably didn't feel like I would ever have what I wanted. You know, my energy was just in a much lower state than where it is now. And uh, that's probably why I, I brought the individuals into my life that I did. So again, recognizing that you're worthy of having the group, the people, the love, the support around you, I think is the first step in attracting and finding your tribe, your people that will inspire you, lift you up and vice versa. Now, the second tip to finding your beautiful tribe of people is showing who you really are. Now, this can be a scary tip depending on how you feel about yourself. And 
I say this because I was definitely someone that grew up kind of feeling like the nerd. (laughs) I still feel like a nerd, but I've embraced it. I love it. And I, you know, I was someone that, you know, I liked being a big kid. You know, I didn't seem to ever like the things that the quote unquote cool kids were into. (laughs) And I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of you will probably resonate with the fact that, you know, when you're growing up, sometimes you just feel like a bit of an outsider. You don't really know where you fit in. And because you're feeling like a bit of an outsider, you know, you sort of attempt to blend in a little bit harder than what we should. And, you know, it can be scary as a result of that to try and really show people around you who you truly are, the interests that you have, the quirks that you have, you know, all the good and bad that comes with all of us, right? Because none of us are perfect. But when we allow ourselves to truly shine, when we show our hobbies, when we show what we're interested in, when we laugh at the things that give us a huge belly ache, and when we, you know, get upset about the things that really upset us, and when we just really allow ourselves to just be right? And be present with who we are and be okay with who we are. You know, again, we'll attract more of what we desire in our life because relationships are about sometimes being vulnerable and letting people in and truly letting them see who you are. And I think that when we allow ourselves to truly unfold and not feel so hesitant about, you know, showing the rest of the world, you know, the innermost part of ourselves, I think that's when you can really start bringing in authentic people that really resonate with you as an individual and that truly appreciate who you are. Because if we're ever putting on a facade or if we're saying that we're liking things or that we enjoy things that we don't actually, you know, it's... It's not that you're not going to have good people in your life, but you're not going to have that same beautiful connection that you would if you were vulnerable with somebody. And that if you, you know, were showing them really, truly the essence and the beautiful, you know, magic of your being, right? That, that connection, that friendship, that, that, that love and support can only come when you allow people to come into your life and into your soul a little bit. And that's the same thing with other people. Like they too have to be open with you. But I think part of it is taking the first step and realizing that you have to let people see who you are so that you can attract the people that resonate with you and connect with you and that you also feel connected to as a result. You know what I'm saying? And I know that when I had started to just let myself be, like just be more present, not be so paranoid about what other people were thinking about me if I were in a social situation or if I was, you know, being perceived as a nerd (laughs) or whatever, you know, I started having such a good time with my life. I was allowed to be, or sorry, I was allowing myself to be more present. And I truly believe that because I was okay with me and I was okay with just being vulnerable and showing who I was, I truly believe that that allowed me to attract people that were, you know, had similar interests or, you know, even if they, you know, found me kind of quirky in some ways, they found other things that they connected to and loved just as much and vice versa. And, you know, I think that that's really the basis of where some beautiful relationships can form is when they just, you truly get to see who somebody is, because I think that that's so beautiful. I think it's so wonderful that we don't all have to be the same. I love that my friends and my relationships are people that we have some things in common, but they definitely have other hobbies and other interests and other aspects into their life that may not necessarily be for me, but I love and support them. And you know, the other things that they're into, I think is a point of inspiration or a point of growth for me and just teaches me more about the world and what people are into. And I think that that's such a polarizing thing to have in a relationship in a really beautiful way. And uh, I mean, just to embody, 
and, and love on your other people based on our differences and what they love, I think is such a special, special thing to have in your, you know, your tribe of individuals that you love on hard. So let people in. I think there is strength in being vulnerable and showing people your true essence, your true nature, the things that you're into. And it's definitely not a weakness. And if anything else, just really brings a beautiful flourishing relationship to the surface with those that you connect with. So try and let yourself just open up to that possibility and really show who you are, because I think you'll be surprised at how well and how beautifully it's received. Now, the next thing, which I think probably most people have heard, my next tip is to support and love people the way that you would want to be treated. Now, I know that this is probably something you've maybe heard growing up. I feel like all of us have sort of heard the saying one way or another over the years as we've all grown up. And I think that there's such value in it. You know, if you want someone to be a good friend to you, you also have to you know, put the effort in. And that doesn't mean that all of us are perfect and you're gonna have a perfect track record all the time. Lord knows, like my friend Paula, for example, she's such a beautiful soul and is so great with, you know, checking in and, 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 you know, sharing her love with everybody. And I'm definitely the friend that's a bit more of a space cadet. Like I get into my zone with work or hobbies or whatever. (laughs) And I don't, I definitely forget to check in, but when I'm being more intentional, like when we set a time, our, our sides for, uh, our birthdays, cause Paula and I really love to go all out for one another's birthdays. Like it's so fun to support and love one another that way and share with each other, like how special and how much we value one another's friendship. Like she's like a sister to me. I love that woman. And, uh, you know, it's really great to have friendships like that in your life, but of course you have to give what you expect to receive and not from like a, Oh, I'm just doing this. So you'll do it back to me. But truly you just want to actually love your people and show that you love and appreciate and support them because I always feel like that will come back. And that's really where you find some really special relationships and friendships in your life. And again, that doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. I know I am certainly not a perfect friend and I don't, I'm definitely guilty of checking in with others. I probably should do it way more regularly, (laughs) but again, that's one of my quirks. We all have quirks. And again, I just think that the more that we can really try and be present and outwardly show people our love just from picking up the phone, or maybe we get them a little something or sending them a quick text or supporting the things that they put out there on social media or whatever. I think that that always speaks volume. So again, support and love others the way that you want to be treated, because I think that a little goes a long way. Now the next way to find your tribe, and this might seem like easy or like a no brainer, but I do feel like it goes overlooked. And that is to release the current toxic relationships that you may have. And this is a really hard one. And it was something that I've dealt with several times with in my life. I I know, and again, I'm kind of going back to my mid twenties here, but there were definitely periods in my life where I felt like I had some toxic individuals in my life, but I also felt like, oh my God, like if I don't have these people in my life, I'm not going to have anyone. And I know that loneliness or the fear of being alone can really plague a lot of people. And that can be a very scary thing to think that if, you know, you get rid of these toxic relationships that you'll have no one, but I truly feel like God or the universe or whatever you want to believe in God for me, but I really believe that God will take care of me. And I've always felt like when you close one door or when you release something that no longer serves you, 
that truly is when God or the universe can bring more to fruition in your life. And I really believe that you have to let go of the stuff that doesn't serve you before something better can come into play. And sometimes when we're holding on to things that we know don't serve us, that we know are kind of toxic, that we know aren't a best representation of what we want for ourselves in our life, I kind of feel like it's almost a universal test. Like, is this really what you want? Like, I can't give you more. I can't give you what's better until you're willing to let go of this. And it really becomes a test and a testament as well as to whether we are ready to release that and step into a bigger, better version of ourselves and what we're calling into our lives uh, or whether we're just wanting to sit. Because I do believe that everything truly in life is a choice. I really believe that. And I remember back in the day when I had gotten to that point in my friendships and I was absolutely terrified. And I did. I let those relationships go. And I mean, I still had Sean in my corner because you know, I've been together for a long time. But, uh, you know, I had him and I had my family and that was enough for me. And I, I still felt kind of alone and scared. But you know what? There was almost no gap in between from having the release of those old relationships and when I welcomed in some new ones. And it was such a beautiful transition because I remember feeling so scared about it. And like within, I don't know, I think it was like a month or something. Like I had all these beautiful new people in my life that felt so wonderful and that I was so grateful to connect with. And I just thought, wow, like why would, why should I have been scared that whole time when this was what was awaiting me around the corner? And I say that because again, I know that it can be hard and scary to release some of the toxic relationships in your life. But honestly, I've always found it to be worth it. And I've always found that what you release that no longer serves you just allows you to up level further and bring more of the goodness that is awaiting you around the corner. I really truly believe that. And every time I've done a, you know, cleansing or growing out of friendships, cause I mean, that naturally happens. It's always just been beautiful people that have entered into my life. And now, like I said, I just, I feel so freaking lucky for the women that I'm around, whether it's people that I work with or that's in my book club or that's in my very close knit circle. Like these are just Oh, I'm so, I feel so freaking lucky. <laughs> and I, so I'm sharing that because I, I, I do, I, I felt like I was lost at some point with friends and I'm sure a lot of you can resonate with that. And you're just craving that kind of close knit relationship with people. And I do think that releasing what, you know, I know, you know, this in your heart, like the stuff that you know, doesn't serve you. You got to let it go. You got to let it go. Show the universe that you are willing to step forward by releasing the stuff or the people that don't do any favors for you in your life. Not that people need to do anything for you, but you know what I mean? That are just, you know, making you feel either less than or you're stressed out to read their text or that are just negative Nancy's in general. Like those are the people that you don't want in your life. Now, the next tip in terms of how to find your tribe, and I feel like this is an ongoing one is to love who you are, love who you are. So as I shared with you guys earlier, when I was in my teens, even when I was in like, yeah, early teens, preteens, uh, early twenties, you know, I, I appreciated myself, but I definitely didn't love myself. And I feel like this is an ongoing journey for most women. I feel like we're always trying to love ourselves more and more. And maybe some of this just comes with maturity. Cause now that I'm in my late thirties, you know, I really love who I am. Truly. I love who I am. And that doesn't mean that I'm perfect because I recognize that I'm not, but I've come to appreciate myself, my strengths, my weaknesses, what I'm passionate about, what I'm not. And I, I love myself regardless. I, I love, I do. I, I really love me. And I really think that when we get to this beautiful place of ownership, 
and just loving ourselves where we're at, recognizing all of our positive aspects and our flaws and being okay with that because we are all human at the end of the day. No one can be perfect. And I, you know, I I do, I appreciate where I'm at in life and who I am. And I truly feel like when we come to this place with ourselves, not recognizing that perfection is required, that it allows other people to love on us as well. And it also allows others to come into our life that are more positive. And this is just such an important thing, I think, in general for women to recognize and to practice on a regular basis is just how to love yourself a little bit more. And again, this is something that has just taken time. It was me being okay with my style, me being okay with my body, me, you know, being okay with embracing the things that, you know, make me happy in terms of hobbies. (laughs) or just like anything that I I wanted in my life and setting up boundaries, right? In terms of my morning routine or my hours or what I wanted in my life or who I wanted to spend my time with. All of that comes down to loving on yourself more. And if you need more tips on how to love on yourself, I actually have a podcast episode prior to this one on how to become a more empowered woman. So if you're struggling with that, I recommend going back, giving that a listen because I do feel like there's some really great tips in that also. Um, But I do feel like like, you know, starting with yourself first, as you've probably heard in multiple aspects across the media, I feel like we've all kind of heard this mantra before, but everything begins with you. You really have to come from this place of love for yourself because that kind of energy just exudes outward. And as again, if you, if you're loving on yourself, you know, the energy, the frequency of love is so powerful and other people can feel that, right? They can feel your essence. And when you have this beautiful, positive glow about you, just from radical self-acceptance and love, you're going to bring more of that into your world. And that's how I truly feel like you get this beautiful connection with other women or just your tribe in general that you want in your life. So I hoped you liked this little heart to heart chat or these tips that I wanted to share with you guys. Again, it was just, I was on my heart. It was something that I had struggled with in past. I felt like a lot of you might find some value or some helpful tips in this in case this was something that you were struggling with as well. So I'm sending you guys all the love. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would be so honored if you would write a five-star written review on iTunes. It helps our beautiful podcast community grow here and also shows some support to me. So I'd be so in debt to you if you would take the time to do that. But I'm sending you guys all the love to the moon and back and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.